Welcome to the Neo Edge. I'm your host, Brooke Hart. Here's where we talk about everything with innovation, emerging technologies, and the concepts that are shaping our future. Welcome to the Neo Edge, where we give you insights on everything cutting edge and innovative. Today, we're speaking with Diana Mistrova from EOS Data Analytics. Diana's background is in satellite constellation, which focuses on retrieving data from satellite systems. She is currently launching the first agri-focused satellite constellation and has been a pioneer in vertical integration with other EOS DA sister companies. You can learn more about their systems at EOS.com. Welcome to the show, Diana. Thank you for having me. It's great that you're here. So give us a little bit of background about um, your EOS data analytics and your motivation for looking at satellite imagery. Yeah, sure. So EOS data analytics was founded in 2015 and started as a four-employee company. It's a part of the Space Business Group that satellite data analysis is our main expertise from the very beginning. Now we have around 150 employees, among them many data scientists with PhD degrees as well, and they are developing different models and algorithms that help us to use and implement satellite data for different projects. EOS Data Analytics uniquely combines data from space and Earth and serves as the fundamental ecosystem for knowledge verification, storage, and analysis as a baseline for innovations. We employ great scientific minds and latest AI technologies in order to produce reliable and application-ready outcomes. EOS data analytics play its role as a solution for grounded decision-making in all major industries that serve the planet and the people on it to help them consciously thrive. Excellent. Um, so as you've worked in this field, what have you noticed are the largest issues um, with the current data systems? Yeah, there is a bunch of satellite data providers on the market. They differ in uh, image resolution, band combination, and revisit time. Depending on the goals of uh, analysis, different images can be used with centimeters of resolution or daily updates. High-resolution images are quite costly and can't be used for many projects due to their cost inefficiency. We face this issue in our agriculture project. Where open-source images with band combinations we need have a low resolution, which is not sufficient for the detailed analysis of the fields and small plots. On the other hand, high-resolution images can't be used due to the high cost. No one wants to pay a lot of money every day to assess the state of their fields. And images with appropriate cost and suitable resolution do not have all the required bands combination. So even though the Earth observation market is growing uh, immensely, there are still large gaps in combining high quality data with high resolution images, which we aim to tackle with the EOSAT satellite constellation. Interesting. So tell us more about the technical details of what you're working and how the satellite data and the big data works. Uh, satellite imagery data is collected using remote sensing technologies, such as optical imagery or synthetic aperture radar. The satellite has its own orbit in which it moves and collects imagery data. 
Then the data is transmitted to the ground stations and undergo several levels of processing. The ground stations typically include the antennas, buildings, and electronics necessary to transmit, receive, multiplex, and demultiplex signals. The data and images from various data sources are processed, interpreted, and augmented with other data, and then made available as data products. Very good. So you're the first agri-data satellite system that's being used. Why are you focusing on agriculture? Agriculture, being perhaps one of the last industries undergoing a digital revolution, is expected to bring the world the most significant changes we've ever seen. Uh, the transformation goal is straightforward yet planetary important. Reduce agricultural inputs and minimize harmful environmental impacts while increasing smallholding farmers' productivity and profitability. Precision agriculture techniques such as yield prediction, variable weight seeding, and smart irrigation straightened by AI-powered satellite imagery analytics significantly facilitate farming operations and decision-making. Additionally, the development of cloud storage and mobile applications makes data easily accessible to farmers and agricultural stakeholders. Satellite-driven farming technologies enable agriculture to withstand climate change and food insecurity induced by the ever-growing world population. Besides, AgTech helps food supply chain companies get maximum output from their fields, predict yields, and plan production to meet the demand and ensure food security. So the agri-focused approach to creating this consolation is entirely justified by the needs of the industry and both to tackle the most pressing challenges of the sector. In food production industry, North America holds the leading position in terms of technology adoption. According to our information, over 30% of American farmers use satellite imagery data, while 60 to 90% are applying yield monitors and other precision agriculture solutions in general. Other parts of the world are rapidly catching up as we see huge progress in satellite tech adoption in Europe and even Africa. One of the main industry challenges, though, is that smallholding uh, small farmers are generally prudent when it comes to the adoption of modern technologies. Such a caution approach is, is caused by little or no experience using AgTech and poor understanding of what precision agriculture tools may bring them. So tell us more about what the precision tools do. What are the technical details that you're able to gather with the agricultural data by using a satellite as opposed to other methods? Uh, as I mentioned before, we have R&D department with data scientists on board. They have developed models and algorithms that help us to classify all major crop types on the country level or district level. We can identify field boundaries for the current season or previous season as well. We can provide yield prediction and detect harvesting process. There are some of the most advanced technologies we can provide. Among other popular features are vegetation indices that shows crop health, biomass quantity, and canopy cover. 
we can also provide soil moisture. We use radar data for the surface soil moisture and specific model to calculate, uh, to calculate root zone soil moisture. Vegetation and productivity maps allow growers to apply fertilizers, chemicals, and seeds to different parts of the field depending on their needs. Also, farmers can test the soil for nutrients such as nitrogen and feed only those areas that lack certain nutrients. EOS crop monitoring functionality also allows growers to effectively monitor the readiness of crops for harvest uh, with help of vegetation indices. Very interesting. So I, as I can see, and maybe as a lot of our listeners can see, this is going to lead to a lot of different practices, especially with the ability to determine the soil and monitor what's going on with agriculture. How do you see this impacting eco-friendly practices and the global community at large? EOSAT plays a key role in preventing climate change and satisfying global food demand by providing valuable insight for smart farm management. Since intensive farming is seemingly ineffective and environmentally harmful, the improvement of agricultural practices is one of the most pressing challenges today. EOSAT technology allows growers to diminish carbon dioxide emissions and develop sustainable agriculture methods without financial losses cut back on energy consumption with problem area detection ability shows um, exactly where crops require more attention. I've, uh, I've already touched upon the detrimental impact of excessive CO2 emissions. With this problem in mind, we created AI and machine learning algorithms to measure, um, to measure the carbon amount in soil and vegetation. The received data may be used in carbon management uh, that is instrumental and in combating climate change. In the face of tropical issues such as climate change and global food demand, uh, a shift to precision agriculture practices leveraging cutting-edge remote sensing technologies will help farmers optimize crop production, ensure food security, preserve the environment, and leave a better earth for those who come after us. Overall, by incorporating EOSAT data into one's agricultural practices, they can start decreasing their climate change impact without additional efforts or costs. That makes a huge difference on the environment and what's currently happening. It reverses it quite a bit. Um, so I believe you're launching your first satellite this year. What are your plans through 2025? Oh, we have big plans for the EOSAT constellation. The most important goal is to get all seven satellites to orbit. This fall, we are launching our first satellite, after which in upcoming year, we are planning to put the next three satellites in the orbit, and three more will be up and running by 2024. In 2025, according to the plan, the EOSAT satellite constellation will have its full capability, delivering super insight to, user, to users all over the world. With all seven satellites up and running, we expect to cover more than 90% of farmlands globally, which is an ambitious but very achievable goal for us. In further plans, we are aiming to scale in uh, existing verticals and expand to more industries, adapting the data source algorithms and technology on the way. 
The opportunities to grow uh, and expand the influence of this constellation are immense, and we want to encompass as much of them as possible. Very Thank you, Diana, for joining us today. If anybody wants to learn more about what they're doing, go to eos.com, and we'll see you next time on the Neo. Thanks for joining us today. We'll catch you next time at the Neo Edge.